Okay, we are live. We are episode live. One. Let's get it. You already know. <laughs> the uh, the pilot episode, in a sense. Welcome. You know, it's it's great to finally be starting. You know, I've been waiting to do this for a little while. You know, uh, Mason and I here. We are here to talk to you guys about some homegrown takes that we have. Um, we're here, you know, from Colorado, going to be talking about a little bit of the Colorado sports. Um, Mace, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, talk a little bit about what you grew up watching, who you are, all that stuff? Yeah, I was honestly thinking as it's going to be a pretty simple introduction. Like, I feel like the podcast itself is going to start off pretty simple, pretty easy for us. Just talking about sports, you know, we grew up diehard uh, Colorado sports fans, uh, Broncos, Rockies, Avs, Nuggets, all those guys. Uh, but now we're off. Speaks is out in uh, Oregon right now at U of O. I'm out in Iowa right now, University of Iowa. So it's good to like kind of connect and uh, talk about sports back home. Man, it's fun. I like the last few weeks have come up with just like so many random like questions, and like oh. I wrote down probably like a few of like the 100 that went through my head. So I feel like we're just gonna have like at the beginning just way too many episodes to go through. But <laughs> it's true, I'm, I'm excited, man. This is gonna be fun. Like we're starting it in the summer, but hopefully this this takes like you know. I would love to see how long we can go with this, you know, really, yeah. really push ourselves. It's going to be a blast. I mean, I think it's going to be tough. You know, it's like a prime time right now. Rockies are struggling a little bit, but Abs and Nuggets both had great seasons. We will be able to talk about the offseason. Football is coming up, you know, college sports, too. I knew we grew up watching a bunch oh, of yeah. different college teams around here, too. Even, like, the Rapids, you know, like, I always remember talking mm-hmm. about Tim, Tim, the boy. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, honestly, we're probably going to end up dabbling in, like, all the sports. And, like, anything that's just, like, big, like, it'll it'll oh, turn yeah. away from just, like, you know, we might focus on, like, some of those big teams. But, you know, it's going to be, like, the sports world in general. I mean, we still got the NHL and NBA playoffs going on right now. Like, we plenty of stuff to talk about for sure. Oh, tons of stuff. And, I mean, that's the big biggest thing. Is it's, like, the prime of those two sports right now. I'm so excited to – See how that kind of ends up. Uh, I know Avs were looking strong, Nuggets were too, but hey, at least we walked away with one MVP. Can't even yeah. complain. Some wins, some losses. We're we're a team. We're getting close. Both both the Avs and the Nuggets are close. In my we're opinion. pieces. Like, yeah, pieces away. we're we're a few pieces away. And honestly, in the Avs case, I want to say they're not even a few pieces away. Like, keep everyone healthy and just like I don't know. This year was weird, man. Like we were two and zero, and it was like you find a figure like we were going to at least split in Vegas, but like, you know, coming home, then it's like, okay, big game five. Then you lose. Right. And it's like, Holy cow. You know, we're almost out of here after being yeah. up two Oh, thinking we'd come back to Denver game five, pretty much in, in control. Seriously. I mean, and uh, like, I feel like the Colorado atmosphere is something different, but COVID really put it like an effect on that. Like even in the nuggets game, like going to Phoenix compared to coming here, like, they allow so many more fans there and that just made such a huge difference like i feel like when it gets rocking like we can really make or it's not the pepsi center more it's the ball arena um i feel like we can just make that thing popping but well you know one thing i was gonna ask later but you know now that we're kind of on is so the only game out of the playoffs at ball arena that was full capacity was the nuggets game oh well the nuggets game three and four but because like i don't know if you saw the stuff that like so many people struggled getting into the stadium like they were so delayed like so many people missed like the trophy ceremony so like also the thing i was gonna bring up is like at the end of the day like it's broncos sports at the top like it's broncos and there's a pretty big gap before like you know i would probably say maybe rockies are next like i don't know like 
would you say the Rockies and then the Nuggets or like I mean honestly yeah. I was thinking about this the Avs have got to be considered for number two as well like they have they have good totally. fans like a lot of people like hockey here yeah and it's just like not something that's like as big like people think about as much just because like I don't know that's not like one of the main sports people watch growing up but it, like honestly I feel like I see people walk around with the Avs gear like all the time like I know people love the team mm-hmm. I know the fan base like you said is awesome and like uh, that 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 was going to be kind of one of my questions that you know I was going to ask later but kind of want to just go into it right now like what, how would you rank at least all the professional sports teams in Colorado by you know fan base their value you know success too because that's one thing that's huge you know I know the abs like have had a Stanley Cup too and like Nuggets have never even been to the championship before I guess fan base wise I would say it's Broncos one and then Without a doubt. personally I would probably go Rockies too like I think mm-hmm. the Rockies have like a lot of those like it's just I think it stems from it being baseball in general yeah like there's not a lot of places where like when their baseball team's good like you don't think their fans good like people could make an argument for like some places like even the Nets like they're good but like them having trouble selling out the stadium at first like that's an issue like that's why I would go Rockies then I'd go Avs and then I'd, I'd honestly probably go Nuggets fourth but I think the Nuggets are getting there. Like, Nikola Jokic getting an MVP is, like, the best thing that's happened to the Denver Nuggets organization, which is a great thing. Like, and to be honest, like, the MVP might – we might never get another MVP in Denver, but if your greatest accolade is, like, one player in one season, like, there's not a whole lot of success there either. So, you know, going into the success part, I would probably say the Nuggets are near the bottom as well. I mean, the Rockies have been to a World Series in our time – in our lifetime as well and they're a lot younger organization than nuggets too abs have yeah. been to a stanley cup one stanley cubs broncos have won stanley cubs so i would say the nuggets are at the bottom but i think they're getting better like denver as a city is turning into like kind of like a newer like younger like hip town i think a lot totally. of people really like the nuggets like nuggets yeah. get a lot a decent amount of fans but like mm-hmm. it's a bunch of like weird basketball fans like it's not like your diehard like you know like warriors fans like it's just not that Totally, totally. And I agree. I mean, I also think it's kind of like a little bit of like where we live, you know, in high school, I feel like the high school basketball was a ton of fun, but like the competition was never in Colorado. Like you had to go out and like travel and go play other teams. Like I feel like some of like Colorado's main sports were like football, soccer even, I feel like is huge in Colorado, like track and field, lacrosse. I know like DU has had like one of the top teams every year, Air Force as well. They're up there. Like I think because like basketball wasn't necessarily like the biggest thing for our parents generation like we're like you said Denver's turning into like a younger newer city and we're bringing up the nuggets but I kind of agree with you right now like at the moment they're they're definitely at the bottom they haven't had the success that people have gotten this I do think at the moment like Nikola Jokic is probably the best nuggets that we've ever had I mean, you can look at accolades and everything, but like there's so much other fan bases, so much other success that we've had with other teams where you just can't overlook that at all. And I, I would agree that I I don't know where I'd put Rockies and Avs. I think because in our lifetime, I remember the World Series just that much more than the Stanley Cup. I would put Rockies at number two and Avs mm-hmm. at three. And kind of like you said earlier, I think Broncos are just way up there. Yeah, I think, you know, not to talk about the Nuggets too much, but, you know, 
a day after you know season over like there's a lot of reflection i think one thing is they do deserve a little bit more respect but at the same time it's like they've struggled to maybe break that last barrier like you know last year was like awesome and it was like a miracle though like at the end of the day like it was a miracle and like you know what first ever team to break like go come back from 3-1 twice in the same playoff series and like to be honest like thinking about the jazz like if you watch that series and you're a nuggets fan or just watched it enough that jazz team was damn near like close to as good as they are this year like they were really good like i had almost no faith there was a way we would come back from 3-1 but then we played maybe the best basketball i've seen us play and then i honestly think like yeah the clippers one too maybe was more impressive because like of how much we trailed every single game five six and seven like we were trailing early on and like then they like that was just really impressive but anyways like i think last year's nuggets team honestly like the bubble healthy beats this year's nuggets team like i do i, I, I think I that team is better i take <laughs> i take jeremy grant and i take oh. honestly i take tory craig before i take like rivers and like jamichael green Seriously. And honestly, you know who's really kind of frustrating me since the trade? I really think we lost this. Aaron Gordon's not a shooter, man. Like, that guy literally thinks yeah. he's, like, he, he thinks he's, like, our number two scorer, which, I like, it needs to be MPJ. It needs to be Jamal. But, like, like RJ Hampton, he's looking nasty. I was kind yeah. of upset we traded him. Gary Harris, obviously love him. He's one of the best. But, like, like, Jermichael Green hasn't done too much. Aaron Gordon's done some stuff, but, like, I think you're right. I think also last year's backcourt, you're looking at Austin Rivers and Faku versus Jamal and Gary Harris. Last year's team is winning that like nine out of 10 times. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is like, I'm already tired of this, but like the Jamal excuse, like when Jamal's out, like it's not just Jamal we miss out. It's like, then it's like my MPJ, like is just like, I said this before this playoff started, like MPJ is still a bad playoff, you know, run away. Like, to reaching his full potential like i think he needed this playoffs again like he had a great regular season he he was a candidate for most improved player but then he totally. disappeared in the playoffs so he's just not a two guy like when mp when he like knew like he was gonna have to like put up 20 you know 25 points a game like i think it's it scared him and like i think he did his part not that part but he did enough in the portland series and then he went away in the sun series and then it's like I, you know totally. when he's having to step up it's like if he's missing out, since like AG has to be the two, like AG was taking fadeaways from like, you know, the elbow last night where I'm like, dude, you can barely get it to the rim. I was like, like, you Seriously. know, he's good at like bully ball and like, he's totally. good like cutting. Like it's, yeah. that's not his game. And then like, if a three comes from sure, but like he's, his game's not where like, we need AG to start hitting threes. Like we're in trouble yeah. for asking for that. Like we were, we were in trouble from the get go with Jamal out. And I think yeah. to be honest, the Portland series probably gave us a little bit more open our and it's like austin rivers like he gave like we got a lot from a lot of our role players in the we portland did. series that we just didn't in the sun series and i i do think like the suns you know people can say whatever they want i was a little i don't agree with mike malone when he said P, uh, cp3 is the best point guard ever i think he's great i think he really is but i do think the suns team overall is really good too i think you know they have a chance to make it all the way to the championship especially after that Kyrie Irving injury yesterday I think the title's up for grabs like crazy but Mm -hmm. I think even if it wasn't the Suns I think Portland just has never gotten over the hump similar to us where like we just kind of played a better series than them and then the next series came in and we were just not prepared at all like they won every game by like 
nearly 20 points. That, that Suns team is really good. They're really good. And we definitely underestimated them. I mean, coming into this series, I was like, and, and even still now, even seeing how good they were, I was like, I would have never guessed in a million years that we'd get swept. I would have never Same. guessed it. But that Suns team's good. And I don't know about the whole Chris Paul being the best in the, ever. I don't know about that. I, what I'll say is, he looked like the best ever. He, he might did. not be the best. He looked like the game best ever. Man. He, <laughs> he did. He controlled that game. It was like once they got like an eight to a ten point lead, even like in the first half, it was like it was in his control. Like he wouldn't yeah. let it get below four. And like it was like we would go on a run, cut it to four, and like the place is rocking. He would come down and score like six, eight points in a row and get like a like get a steal. And it's like back yeah. up to fourteen. Like you know he controlled it. You know that Suns team's good. Um, that they are. And I think we I ran out of gas, man. I think we gave a lot in that yeah. Portland series, and we needed to because, like, Damian was just like, you know, I, I honestly think a lot of other teams struggle with them. I think, like, us in Portland have created this little rivalry where it's like, you know, a couple years back, like, when we were in the Western semis and we lost to them in seven, like, that series was back and forth. Like, yeah, you know, that Denver and Portland just go and they throw haymakers. But I think, honestly, I think we did a dame a favor i think he needs to get out of there man i think he does too i mean honestly like i think that man is one of the most skilled and most talented point guards there are honestly like i would still put probably cp3 above dame hard to say though because it's more like scoring like overall that stuff but i think that was that's a good point and like going back on like what you said about the rivalries too the nuggets have always been able to like frustrate certain teams i feel like like you know we had that series with the jazz where we did beat them but we came back like it didn't even look like we like should have won that series same with like the warriors when like steph and clay were young like we would always like battle them like i feel like we always have the ability to frustrate teams but that last barrier that i feel like we still struggle to get is to really like dominate a team like like beat them we're the better team we're gonna win the next couple series we are the best team like we just haven't got over that hump yet yeah yeah i I will say like last points we can move on to some other teams is you know, I'm not disappointed in the way they finished. Like, I don't think we should have beat the Suns. So, you know, I'm not – a sweep hurts. It's a real painful way to – like, it's a real unfair way to the end of the season, especially with Jokic getting tossed. But, yeah, yeah that, that's a story for another day. I don't even yeah. want to go there. But <laughs> yeah, a- uh, well, let's go on – let's uh, go on to the Avs. Let's touch on them. What I mean – yeah, it's probably fair to say they choked, you know, up 2-0 yeah. with how good, I mean, six wins in a row, and they looked like the best team in the NHL. McKinnon looked like, you know, the best player in the world, you know, that call MVP on the radio candidate. saying he's the yeah. best player in the world at the moment. I mean, what happened, man? You know, I don't even, I like, I was surprised. Like, it looked like we were dominating it, too. Like, what I was saying, like, first game, what, we won, like, 5-1, 6-1. Second game, we won also pretty, like, man like commanding too but then it just like i feel like i don't know maybe we just got too comfortable like maybe we just felt like you know we already won the president's uh award we were the best team like we had a lot of confidence but like when i saw the playoff picture i knew like this was going to be the series like we had to win because after this i saw the path like i could see like it was going to be um montreal and that wasn't going to be anything and then who knows who we would have seen in uh, the series after that. But, like, oh, it hurt to lose like that. Like, we, we had the first two and then just lost lost the rest. Like, it was nothing. I think it was – it was. I think, like, game three, like, I saw a tweet that was, like, they, they played 
like they were up 2-0. They they played comfortable and yeah. then they woke up game four. Uh-huh. But they still lost. And Vegas is a good team. And like like you were saying, like I knew it was gonna be this series. Like I generally thought like I didn't want to jinx it. I generally thought if we beat Vegas, we were gonna go on and win it. Same. Because yeah. one point separated us and Vegas from President Trophy, and there was like seven, eight points between us and the next teams, and it was like I could tell our division was the toughest. I mean, Minnesota took Vegas to seven. Like, Seriously. That's why I thought, you know, getting first in the division was so important because I wanted St. Louis. And, like, you know, we saw what we did there. Like, so I, it hurts, man. And to be honest, I, I think some of the pain was a little bit covered by the Nuggets being on them because, yeah. you know, I was like, shit. And it was like, all right, well, you know, at least I have the Nuggets tonight. And then it's like, you know, they were going back and forth every night. Like, being a Denver sports fan was awesome until, like, oh, so I, I was going to bring this up. So, of course, the freaking Rockies out of all teams. So, listen to this. The Avs went up 2-0 okay. on whatever night it was. Right. I can look at the date. At that point in time, when they were up 2-0, the Nuggets had won the night before in Game 6 versus Portland. Okay. So they okay. were going into yep. Game 1 yep. versus the Suns. We were feeling uh-huh. good. The Avs were up 2-0. The Rockies, out of all teams, post a picture saying Denver is the sports capital of the world, <laughs> jinxing us. And since then, the Avs and the Nuggets lost eight lost in a row. Every game. They lost oh eight in a row. God. The Nuggets got swept. And the Avs, like out of all teams, the Rockies, like, and the <sighs> only team to win in Denver since they posted that was the Rockies. Oh my God. <laughs> How many times? Probably not even like, not even that much. Oh my. Probably twice. And that's what's frustrating too, is because, okay, like we're not even close to the sports capital. Like, the, we have so much trouble, which I like where Denver is going. Like, I really see a bright future for us. But we've been a small to medium market city for I don't even know how long. Like, yeah. we're never going to be up to the level of, LA you know even the Bay New York and Boston obviously Miami like it's it's been hard for us to like recruit people sometimes but god that's a statement and a half Denver Denver has this unrealistic thought that we are so much better than what we are like we have this thought that's like if it wasn't for Vaughn Miller getting injured last year like we would have won the Super Bowl and yeah. it's like, if it wasn't for Jamal Murray, we would have won the NBA championship. Yeah, be- <laughs> and if it wasn't for, like, the Avs somehow choking for no reason, like, there's not way, like, there's no way Vegas was actually good at hockey. Like, we just choked. Like, we would have won it all. And it's like, then everyone just forgets about the Rockies because they're the Rockies. And they're like, whenever they're good, we'll cheer them on. But otherwise, they just suck. Like, we have this unreal. And I think, like, a lot of, like, sports, like, places around the world, like, you think about, like, Chicago, like, you know, you think about LA, you think about New York, mm-hmm. Boston, you think about like, you know, even some other like up and growing, like I think Utah, like, like those jazz fans are like nuts. Like they kind of just look at it, like Denver sports and they're kind of just like, eh, like, you know, they're, yeah. they're good. Like they're going to be dangerous, you know, but like, yeah, I don't really worry about them. Like they're not going to win a championship. Sure. They might have one player every like 50 years. That's like generational, right. like McKinnon and Jokic, but like, yep. we're, we haven't built that like statue for ourselves yet. I feel like. I agree. I like like i mean and here this kind of goes into the i know one question you were gonna bring up but like who do you think is the most like legendary athlete in all of denver you know because that's like legendary as in like impact or like the greatest player because like i still think like more people talk about john elway than peyton manning and peyton manning was younger and we don't know as much about john as our, our parents do so exactly impactful i want to say probably john elway yeah greatest player like 
overall, like I think Peyton Manning was a better quarterback than John Elway. But for legacy wise, I'm gonna say John Elway. And like I gotta agree. it's just in Denver, like I, I wanna think about another like Patrick Waugh, maybe for the Avs has gotta oh. be up there. But besides that, like anyone outside the Broncos is pretty much a stretch. Like, you know, even yeah. like like Rod Smith, guys like that, like Shannon Sharp, like they're up there before a lot yeah. of other, like some of the, Chad like Bailey. A- yeah. Alex English, like before yeah. guys like that, like Seriously. that's just how Denver is. Yeah. We've never had like those like Magic Johnsons, those LeBron James, like those, yeah. like we've never had those, those crazy at, like ass names. And it's weird to think about. Cause I, I even just looked right before this on like a Denver, um, the Denver post of top athletes all time in Denver. And their top four were, Nolan Arenado, uh, Chauncey Billups, Peyton Manning, and um, Patrick Waugh. And I was like, like, as cool as that is, like, those are, besides maybe Manning, like, there's no, like, like great, great names that, like, maybe someone who doesn't watch sports as much would recognize. Yeah. Like, No, I agree. And, like, to be honest, even thinking about that, like, it's like Nolan, like, Nolan was phenomenal. But like, oh yeah we didn't win anything like that's like we didn't win a thing with him like we won a wild card game against the cubs in like the 13th inning with like that's probably no one's biggest win i mean you know one thing i'll say like one of the coolest things i'll say so i was looking back that that was the 2018 season for the rockies uh-huh. coolest thing that happened that year i'm pretty sure this was this year father's day i'm out golfing and I knew the Rockies were playing. It's like San Fran or someone. Okay. And Nolan had had everything but a homer. And we were down by like two or three. And going into the ninth, and then I like went up. So I thought the game was over. I like go up on this hole, and like there's this house behind, and like people are jumping and celebrating behind. And I'm like, what are they doing? And I see there's a TV out there. I run around, and like as I'm looking, like, not even kidding as i'm looking the scene that i see is nolan running around the bases after he hit the grand slam where he like cut his eye it was like the walk-off grand slam for the cycle oh that was on father's i remember that yeah i was golfing and i like remember that oh my gosh oh okay and that's the craziest thing is that was just not even that important of a game that was an insane hit too yeah that may have been his greatest greatest yeah win memory i don't know he doesn't even have too much to look back on now i mean he he, had, he i mean he was a decorated like colorado sports athlete like, he won a lot Without of awards, a doubt. but you know at the end yeah. of the day like i i think nolan and nolan in my opinion deserved to leave i'm more just pissed off at the rockies organization for what we got like we got nothing but like yeah. he's he's so he's too good for us right now like he is yeah. and like he's yeah. probably overstayed he probably did like yeah and that like why i can't be frustrated with him and it's like you know i once heard there was some feud between like him and story like there was beef between them two at one point but like besides that like i love nolan in colorado and like it, yeah i like i wish he would have gone to an al team because i would like totally pulled for them and it's like st yeah. louis like i've never really been a fan of st louis like i don't like that and it's like right. seeing him dj LeMayhew, like both of them off just oh, dominating yeah. at both their like yeah. it hurts because like that 2018 year man like you know we had good players like charlie black was really good i looked yeah. up trevor story had 37 homers that year he was like going really? nuts we had dj wow. nolan blackman was good we had like geraldo para ian desmond and then funniest thing i totally remember i know this only a couple years ago we brought in matt holiday 
if you remember. Oh, what? And, yeah, Matt Holiday was on the team 2018. I remember his first oh, at bat for the team that year, home game versus the Cardinals. His past oh. team hit a homer in the seventh to go take us up 1 0. Oh my God. Wait, was he number five for yeah, us? He I was think number I five. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that now. Yeah. Oh my God. See, that's, oh, that, was, that was awesome. See, that, that's just some good times, too. And I, I even remember, like, the old team we had when we went to the World Series with the Red Sox, too. Like, that was yep. that was a fun team to watch. Todd Helton, Troy, I mean, obviously, Troy. Like, I, I don't know. It, like, growing up, I even just remember, like, Troy was the man back then. Cargo, too. Yeah. But, like, I definitely think, like, Nolan kind of took over that, at least recently, most recently, that kind of top spot for them. I think Troy was the man, dude. I love Tulowitzki. I and he was a baller. I was he he was man. He was good. And then he never did anything once he left. Like he Which left. And went, yeah, I felt kind of bad, but I was like, you know what, man? You you had and like I remember guys like Brian Hop, like those old oh, guys, and like Garrett yeah. Atkins, like Chris Iannetta. Oh. Like oh that, my God, you know those post. those teams like back like baseball is one of those things where if your team's good, it's really fun. Like it is yeah. so fun. Like because like now it's like, dude, when the Nuggets left, I'm like okay i've got like 80 days until sports start again it's like yeah. we suck so it's like i don't watch the rockies like like if i'm Same, on espn yeah. or something or i'm on instagram and i see the score i'm like oh cool but it's like 90 percent of the time they're losing so it's exactly. like baseball doesn't even really go on for me until it gets to the playoffs like i just it, like don't really care about it it's just hard to get like back into it when it's like we've seen like we've never had a good pitching rotation i feel like either we've yeah. always struggled with that and it's just like no okay like want to come like pitch in denver with that yeah altitude, exactly yeah that's the other thing is like that's that when i was gonna say this earlier about like home court advantage with like fans and stuff because you said like how utah's fans right now they look utah's fans look awesome our fans are great and like bronco fans i think they're like you know the most rowdy and everything but like when people think of home court advantage here, they have to just mainly think altitude. Like, they don't think yeah. about, like, the fans. They don't think about anything like that. They're just like, oh, yeah, like, ball's going to fly a little bit more. It's going to be harder to breathe. Like, that's, like, all they give us. And, I mean, well, like, I understand that. It's yeah, just tough. I, that, like, <laughs> I want to fight it. But, like, I mean, honestly, true. Like, dude, I, like, I don't know if you saw a bunch of stuff. Like, there's a bunch of talks about, like, the crowd not being into it in game three in denver like there's a bunch yeah. of beef going about it like i guess there's like some issues with like the mics with like espn or whatnot but yeah i don't know i mean you you hit the nail on the head like De denver like broncos wise definitely the most rowdy in the playoffs i mean broncos yeah. fans got up for it and like dude we were lucky enough for like those five years with peyton and even like the yeah. couple years before and like it was fun with tebow man like that tebow run like that was oh. that was incredible man like they won like six out of their last like eight games to make the playoffs oh, yeah. and they were all just like these ugly like comeback wins where we had like 18 yards catch. of offense until like five minutes left and then we would Seriously. like come back <laughs> and then we beat the Steelers yeah like dude like Broncos <laughs> get rowdy for their team and I think it yeah I generally like maybe I'm a delusional Denver Broncos fan but like I genuinely think we are always like I can't remember the last time where we were as bad as our record was like we are always Seriously. so much better and it's like injuries or just like a few like missing pieces like it's like yeah last year Von Miller Bradley Chubb yep Yep. Portland Sutton and just so many other guys on the offensive line and defense like so many guys are injured it's like you just and it's like we just Drew Locke was horrible like and if you don't yeah. have a good quarterback you're not really going to be able to do anything like no and I don't even I think we had six wins or four or five wins and it's like we're a better overall team that like our defense can be like a top few like top like 
oh, five easily. Defense. Like if we easily. keep like if we don't get Aaron Rodgers and we keep all those guys, like I feel like if we're getting Aaron Rodgers or someone, we're gonna have to trade some of our defense. We keep all these like Pat Sertain, dude, is gonna be a beast. But I'm like not even all I, in, like connected on him because I'm like, dude, this is like a piece that we might have to use to trade. So I don't know, but like true. that defense is insane. That defense looks so good right now. And honestly, I do think that I, I kind of like that pick. I just really hope that uh, Justin Fields is just horrible now because, God, I was ready for that. But um, the other thing, too, is our division right now is looking nasty. Like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be like – like, we've never really been, like, a team where we tank to get that, like, number one pick. Because, like you said, like, we'll always have, like, six wins, and that's not even, like, how bad we are. Like, we are better. But, like, right now, like, we literally just need, like, I don't know, a couple more pieces. I don't know if you saw, too, the Deshaun. Did you see Did you see that? Yeah, I did. With Kareem Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> Here. Yeah, I mean, the Deshaun Watson thing, it came from Kareem Jackson on someone's podcast. And, and I saw, like, the quote. And then I saw what he said, and I, like, watched him say it. And then I was like, here's my thought is, like, it's I don't know if I want to believe it. And if it is true, it's like, like, is it going to be able to happen? Like everything that's going on, like, it's so hard for like, it's like, just because like, if say Aaron Rodgers, like I want to go to Denver and we're like, we want Aaron Rodgers. Like there's so much business side to it that like goes on there. Like so much stuff. We don't even understand that. I'm like, no idea if this is going to happen. Like, it's just not that simple. Like, you know, buyout clauses and the contracts. It's like, there's so much that goes on. It's been like, I mean, personally, here's my thought on quarterback wise is until we find a quarterback that's good enough to compete, like we're just not going to win anything. Like we're in our division. It's too good. Like Justin Herbert is going to be legit. Patrick Mahomes is already legit. Derek Carr. I mean, to be honest, like I'd take Derek Carr. Like I would, I'd much rather have Derek Carr than what we have now. So it's like, you know, he's better than what we got. Like, is he Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert? No. But is he better than what we have now? Heck yeah. I'd take Derek Carr. Statistically a top 10. Yeah. I mean, dude, he he beat the Chiefs last year in their one regular season loss and almost beat him again. The dude's a baller. Low key. I hate the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. But I almost don't. I almost don't mind Derek Carr because he's a baller. Yeah, I can. I, and I mean, like they're they're building something there. Like I would I really don't want to finish last like no. in the division. But like I like Josh Jacobs, uh, Darren yeah. Waller, like they're they're looking Henry Ruggs. I mean, Henry Ruggs. Hasn't <laughs> he's even done- he's a, dude, <gasps> he won them the game versus the Jets last year where they just dropped back and Carr just threw a bomb because Here Ruggs can just outrun it. Dude. OK, here's my thing right out of the gate. I loved, I loved the Jerry Judy pick. I thought he was, Same. I thought he was much better. I thought he's better than Rugs. I thought he was better than Justin Jefferson, and uh-huh. I was okay with that pick. But this year really scared me because Same. he dropped a lot of damn passes. But when he, when he had the ball in his hands, he created things. He didn't. True. I don't even know if he fumbled. He might have fumbled one or two, which is okay. He's a rookie, but he created things, man. Like he had, he had a lot of really good like yards after catch, but he dropped the ball. And I agree. Justin Jefferson was just like oh off the chain and then Henry Ruggs. But here's my two things is he dropped a lot, but he had way less targets and way less receptions than he would have if we would have actually had a legit quarterback. I, totally. I love Drew Locke, but he was yeah. horrible this year. Absolutely horrible. He just has some swag to him. That's why no one really like hates him like that. Yeah. But no, I, I honestly agree. And I'm not going to lie. Oh, wait, wait. You, you still need to say your second thing too. 
I, I think I did. Okay, okay, then, then, then. <laughs> we can cut that out. We know, we know. But he, here's my thing too: is when we drafted him, we knew that his hands weren't great. Like we knew that we're like, yeah. okay, his route running is insane. Once he gets the ball, he's gonna break some people's ankles. But like. We knew that like this is what we're gonna have to work on so yeah he was a rookie yeah we didn't have a great quarterback we also didn't have our top receiver like that will definitely help him out once he gets back i was definitely scared with how the season went because like he was supposed to be you know one of like the best wide receivers like we i wanted to see a little bit more um Mm -hmm. but i think like like for where they got drafted, who they were, like uh, targets, everything. I'm a little more excited about KJ Hamler at the moment. I think that dude could be yeah. a beast. I loved him at Penn State, like mini Tyree Kill. I know that's that's his ceiling right there. That's where he could be. But I mean, it, like we just need we just need a QB, and I think we'll start winning some games. But we need a QB bad. Dude, I I, I agree. I love KJ Hamler. And this seems like really. We're gonna make this seem really simple, and it really isn't. But it it feels like it is. If you if you get a handful, of the top twenty quarterbacks, and you throw out the best ten, and you give us ten through twenty, I would take any of those quarterbacks. And if you throw them on our team from last year, regardless of all the injuries, I think we might make the playoffs. I really yeah. do. We did not have a tough schedule. Like I just no. don't think we had a tough schedule. Um. I thought we lost some games we really could have won. So uh-huh. until we get a good quarterback, I agree. So take out the quarterback position. You know, roster wise, like I think that it, running back like Deshaun Williams or whatever from North Carolina, he looks like a beast. But like he him, looks... Melvin Gordon, yeah, Portland Sutton, yep. Jerry Judy, KJ yep. Hamler, Tim oh. Patrick, Deshaun no Hamilton. I think we have like another good wide receiver. Then like tight end Noah Fant, Iowa Your rep. Boy. Dude, your boy yeah. is gonna be amazing this year. I just let yeah. me tell you, he's he's coming into his own. He's gonna be great. Offensive line's gonna be good. We're gonna get like Reisner back. He'll be good. Bowles yeah. had a phenomenal season. Good, but like I, that that was always one thing I was like scared about with like Trevor Simeon. We had a horrible ass line, but yeah. like now now we're looking good there. No, I agree. Offensive lines come back, and that, that defense is just solid, dude. Like Denver's defense great. for the last. 10 years minimum maybe a little uh-huh. bit more has been just it's always been minimum solid like it just uh-huh. has been so and dude i think Vaughn's like we i was scared we were gonna lose him this year but when he was coming back and dude he just looks ready to go like i think he he's does. got like more to prove again and like with like you know i thought wade phillips was like phenomenal when we had him like our coaching staff when we won the super bowl was like Love i just that. couldn't like, like there was no flaw in denver yeah totally so, agree I don't know. I think I think Fangio and him work well. I think Chubb's gonna have a breakout season. Chubb Chubb did everything he could when he was in last year, but like then he got a lot of the attention. Imagine when Vaughn's getting the attention, like what Chubb's gonna do on the other side. Like oh that's just like that's just lethal. That's if you put all the attention on Chubb, it's like putting all the attention on MPJ. Like they're both just not gonna exactly. be able to do enough. Like they're just not they're there yet. Like this is yeah. gonna be Chubb's third or fourth year. Like yeah. I'm not expecting him to play like Vaughn, who was our Super Bowl MVP, who's been in the no. league long enough. But he's getting those pe- reports and everything saying, oh, he has Vaughn-type numbers. He needs to be doing this. It's like, no, don't put that pressure on him right now. Yeah. Like, he'll do, he'll produce. He'll produce, like, way more than, like, we even need him to. But, like, it, putting that pressure on him is definitely a little bit tough, too. But um, I just lost my train of thought I was, right was going to say, well, here's what's your thought on it. I mean, last year while I was watching him, it was, it was a frustrating season. And 
whatnot. But I'm okay, like, right now, mentally. I'm okay to scrap last season. Maybe that's because I'm getting excited for this. I'm okay to scrap last season with COVID and with all the yeah. injuries we had and really just Drew Locke just not being able to help us out. Like, I'm okay to yeah. kind of scratch that season. Same. And honestly, like, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just, I'd love the team. But it's like, every year, they seem ready to go. Like, they seem fired oh. up. Like, we always seem like we have a good group of guys. Like, they're just a good team. And they're just... We yeah. just got to put it together. No, and that's what I was actually going to say. And I think this is also going back to why we put Denver so high. Sometimes, like, some of these other athletes on, like, the Nuggets, maybe not Avs as much, but Rockies too, like, like I feel like sometimes, like, we just don't want it. Like, I feel like there's no, like, fire lit under people sometimes. Like, like, like in football, like, I know Von Miller wants to pop a dude's, like, helmet off. Like, he wants to go back there and do something. Like, I don't really see, like, like anyone on the Nuggets wanting to go down and just body someone, just absolutely post to them. I don't see like when when someone's hitting like a ground ball, like someone's like running at that base ready to like truck someone running in the second. Like I feel like the want to, like that culture and environment has been around the Broncos way more than any of the other teams. And it's fun because every year it really like brings our hopes up. It, we can get destroyed some years, but, but like I get excited every year for when the season's starting. I agree. I think I, that's a really good point. I think we have those players that just like fans just fall in love with. Like, I think the Avs have like Nathan McKinnon and Gabe Landeskog, yeah. like and Kale McCarr. Landeskog. And then yeah. it's like the Nuggets, like, yeah, it's, it's probably Jokic, but even at that point, everyone just, it's like Jokic is our hidden gem. Like, Jokic right. isn't like, a, he's not a normal, like, oh, you just, you know, you love your Jokic's. Like, he's yeah. not, a, he's not a, he's an abnormal guy like he's a different exactly. type of superstar and yeah. then like beyond that like it's probably jamal which is totally fine but like yeah after that like there's really no one there like yeah mpj's like our up-and-coming guy but even that's like the nuggets aren't yeah but he's more like enough. the pretty boy type of guy rather than yeah. like get down and dirty like dive on yeah. the floor for a ball yeah no i agree like first text i got from last night like i, I couldn't watch the beginning of the game josh texted me he goes first second he's like mpj why aren't you diving on that ball like that describes yeah. him as a player is like he's just not he needs to get tougher like he he and you see it defensively he gets ripped defensively like every team goes after him and this dude's got like what like a seven something wingspan six ten six nine like he has the physical attributes to do it and at the end of the day like like i mean i know we both played basketball and we've heard this from coaches defense is just a want to like that like yeah, that's all 100%. it is like yeah there's gonna be like people who are more skilled and talented but are you willing to like just put lay your body out on the line and he just is not ready a lot of the broncos players are though i'm i'm so excited for this season even if like it is gonna be it's gonna be a rough couple years but i i'm ready to see where we go i am too i'm excited i'm optimistic um all right let me uh we'll end with a few questions here uh yeah all right growing up day one till today all time favorite colorado athlete any sport any time period, any position, favorite all-time sport. Then I will also want to know who's your favorite all-time coach. Oh, yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. Oh, that's but a really first, good one. First, give me your player. Okay, player. Player. Honestly, there were two two people who I really grew up just absolutely loving, and that was Chauncey Billups. Because yeah. that man was just homegrown too, you know, went to South High School, went to CU, came to play for the Nuggets. Absolutely love that. And honestly, just 
like just personal favorite i really really loved him i love champ bailey i thought that man was like just one of the coolest quietest swaggiest dudes and like i when i played football i enjoyed like uh, i enjoyed playing corner i watched his like footwork i watched how he played i just really enjoyed everything he did and you know that's that's one guy i'll always kind of put at the top of my list but oh coaches that's gonna be tough um honestly i think i i might have to go oh man that's so tough i i liked I, I really like Mike Malone right now. I'm not going to lie. I yeah, really do I think he's Mike. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great chemistry like builder. I think mm-hmm. he's good with that and I think he knows how to run a team. Oh. But at the end of the day, <laughs> throw back to Mike Shanahan. I don't even I, Dude, I was just <laughs> thinking Shanahan. I was just thinking I was like maybe Mike like uh, that's how hard to uh, honestly like he was awesome i loved him in denver <laughs> what do you i mean what do you think like it's hard like when you think best or you think favorite like it's hard to, right it's for me it's hard to veer my mind away from the broncos like it just is right like, yeah yeah when i think of like my favor my like or the best like and you think about colorado sports like i just like my mind goes to denver broncos football Same. first off like almost yeah. every time right away yeah no it's like what we've been saying this whole time like it's just they're they're the top they're the top dogs like they have they have the best gear too i love it and it's like it's been i feel like the most successful team for the longest stretch too i agree i agree but um let's hear yours you know favorite colorado it's hard because they like i want to like try to think about like a lot of different sports I mean, I, I loved, loved Demarius Thomas. I mean, I just like, I, I, it broke my heart letting that guy go. I mean, he was there through the thick and thin. Like he, you know, he was there when we had like Kyle Orton and like, he was the, he, he had to be the guy, that number one guy and keep us afloat offensively for so many years. Like he deserved that Super Bowl ring. And like, you know, even though he struggled in his last couple of seasons with Denver, like I just loved him. Yeah. Um, you know what? Like, I it's like it's like hard not to love Peyton Manning. Like, I want to throw him in that conversation too. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm gonna probably go DT. I loved DT, baseball wise. Yeah, I, I'd say Tulo. When I was growing up, like when I was yeah. a kid and like I was in baseball, I was like Tulo was my favorite player. Like, I love Tulo without a doubt. That's so I probably go those two. Coaching wise, like my mind, like when I first thought about it, I wanted to say John Fox. Honestly, like I loved Foxy when he was there, but. I'm going to go Kubiak, man, for getting us over the hump, getting us, like, there. Like, I, I got a picture of him in the in the airport one time. Like, great guy. Oh, He's really nice. Kind of like, like he was, like, just really awkward, though. He was like, oh, really? <laughs> you want a picture? And I was like, all right, I'm never going to talk to you again. So I was he like, thanks like for the picture, guy. man. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick him just because I met him. But, like, yeah, I think yeah. about Shanahan. Like, George Carl. Like, and George yeah. Carl still loves the Nuggets. Like, he's all yeah. in on the Nuggets. Like, you know, maybe him. Um, who is who is the Rockies coach for Bud Black? Dude, this is going to be so – this is bad. I know. This is – Oh, Clint Hurdle. <laughs> Oh, yes. okay. That's not even close to what I was gonna guess. But he, I loved him. Great yeah, guy. Absolutely fun. good. Yeah. All See, right. Sorry, oh, go I'm ahead. Cut you off. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, you know, they like those. There, there, there's some hometown favorites, but they're not even that many big names. That's why. 
that's why I think we just like yeah. them more because they're like unique to us. No, I agree. Um, all right, next question: most underrated Colorado athlete, and just kind of like you know, underrated in like whatever your terms is. Like if they like you know, they never got the respect they deserved, or like you know, they were so much better than they were. Like you know, I think they won this game for us. When a lot of people talk about this, like you know, what what is something what stands out to you for that? Oh, you know. And it's hard to say because, like, underrated, like, they still – there's still so many moments I think of that, like, they had those big plays. They just didn't always get the respect that they needed. But, oh, and I'm going back to the Broncos. I think uh, – okay, there's, there's two people that come to mind, and they're both also – on the defensive side, just because I enjoyed watching that a lot. This one, maybe not as much underrated, but uh, Chris Harris, obviously, you know, yes. was a yes. great guy. Absolutely. Didn't I? I mean, the money was maybe not always there, but I loved him. Came up great in so many different games. I like, mean, I would, I would argue probably the face of the no fly zone. Seriously. Like, I would like, argue he was the face of that. Like, when you think of that generation, and like, I'm going right back to that no fly zone two for mine i'm gonna say tj ward dude i thought oh, boss cool. ward was one of the most underrated safeties maybe the broncos have ever had yep okay i told and see i was just gonna roll out i was gonna say brian dawkins too you yes, know like yes <laughs> there's uh that like okay and it was interesting to hear like i always like coming to oregon and like asking my football buddies like what do you think of like the broncos like who yeah. are some of your favorite players because like I remember I had a friend, uh, I had a friend from uh, Cleveland, and when we were talking about TJ Ward, I was so pissed off because I was like, "You don't understand yes. how good he is. Like that man is so undervalued." Um, you know, I also want to go back, and when I think about underrated, one dude I loved on the Nuggets, who old mofo, and he didn't play much, but Andre Miller. If you remember oh, him, he was God. he was kind of electric. Like, and he would yeah. never turn the ball over. He was like an old wise like Faku. Like, yeah. he would be like the fifty year old version of Faku. Like, oh. but like think of like give Faku like twenty more years of like basketball knowledge and experience. Like, he would never turn the ball over. He would yep. like get like twelve assists a game. So he'd scrap like three rebounds and put in like yep. nine points, and he would just do everything you could for like just like a secondary point guard literally and that's what he knew his role well he knew yeah. exactly what they wanted from him i love i remember actually i went to a nuggets game one time and i went there early to go watch them warm up and i saw andre miller just 50 free throws in a row like it was nothing then goes like to the next spot 50 shots in a row like it's nothing and this dude's just like in a routine in his head like because he knows he's like this is what i needed to do tonight this is how i'm gonna get there like he just knew exactly what was expected of him that's a good one i totally forgot about that i like that one um, I thought those were those were all good picks. I liked all those. Yeah, so all right, I got another question. So what is your all time favorite Colorado sports game? Just game in general, best one you ever watched or witnessed? I mean, I would say like impact wise and like legacy wise, it was you know, it was probably Super Bowl fifty, like being able to yep. watch us win a Super Bowl, like that was probably pretty special. You know, like the funnest environment. So, so I'm gonna answer this three ways. So that that's impact wise is that the funnest time I've had watching a game, 
game seven nuggets jazz on the comeback i was watching it at the fraternity house with all my guys and they're all like rooting for the nuggets the final shot when they came down so the nuggets turned it over when we were up to mitchell gets a shot our tv froze with like four seconds left and the audio went on though there was like mitchell for the win and it was like we couldn't see anything and everyone just like had no idea what was going on it was like he misses it like rims out and we just started losing it and then i like saw the highlights later but i'm gonna say greatest game i'm gonna honestly say like i love this game so much for some reason afc championship 2015 when we beat the patriots to go to the super bowl to win it because i honestly thought that 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 was one of those games that was like all right the winner of this is gonna win it like i thought carolina was good they had just banked arizona like 49 yeah. or something but i was like had the mvp i just too. thought that like we had been to the super Bowl before this was probably peyton's last year like we were gonna get yeah. over the hump but i was like I, it was gonna have to be new england and that game was just like a gritty game that like i felt like we got over the hump and we weren't all like that was not our best season like with yeah. peyton manning that was maybe one of our worst seasons that he had in denver and our worst season as a team that we won it and yeah to be honest like i don't think we win that game against new england unless New England loses to Miami last week of regular season to get the Broncos the number one seed. Because if that game's yeah. in New England, I don't think we win. Foxborough's a hard place to play in. Yeah. I And honestly, that, that was the game I was going to say. Just because I even remember, too, like, at the end when they handed Peyton the trophy, he didn't even want it. Like, he, he wanted that Super Bowl. He yeah. was so ready to just be like, yeah, okay, like, we won this game. Like, yeah, it was a big game. And he's like, nah, like, we have another one. And I was like, that, like, he's ready. Like, he wants it. And I, like, I, I kind of agreed. I was like, no, nah, I've never been a huge Cam Newton fan. Didn't think they had the chance. But, I mean, God, that, that I remember watching the Super Bowl with you. I mean, we were at Jackson. That's our oh, buddy's yeah. house. And he actually wasn't even there with us because he got tickets to the Super Bowl. And that was, uh. Easily, like, I just some of, like, the best memories we had. Like, I remember running out, like, everyone's honking their horns, doing all that yes, stuff. Yes, yes, with Mark. Was, oh, with Mark. <laughs> and see, that's the thing is, like, that was something cool that, like, multiple generations to, like, like yeah. be together on. But I, I might even have to go one of the most impactful, maybe for me, just going a little bit to the Nuggets, I really liked that Utah series. Mm-hmm. But one that also really got me was when we made it to the Western Conference Finals when we had Melo, his rookie yeah. year. And we lost it to LA, but the series before that, I remember I was like just really understanding like sports. I was just getting into basketball. I believe that was 04. And we were, you know, like, we were we had never been there before pretty much similar to position where we are now and probably will always be and it was cool to see that we had this new exciting face a chance to beat kobe who in my eyes i look at him as truly one of the greatest basketball players of all time and it was crazy to just think that we were almost there but sadly that just never happened i just knew that that's what definitely made me fall in love with uh nugget sports that's a great one too because Denver that that year we were not supposed to be there and that was George no. Carl too so that was oh. that was a great one and they Love. gave they gave LA a hell of a battle too I think they went they did six so that's a great answer yeah. uh last question I, I got yeah I got the last question for you what is oh wait no no it's you yeah yeah that's uh, I got you. <laughs> uh last question favorite 
jersey all time um and maybe least favorite too we'll go least favorite. yeah no least oh least favorite might be a little easier because what was there was that one year the broncos had Dude, that like I right the brown the bright yeah like the <laughs> no year old that was against the patriots they pulled those yes. out again they, they were horrible it was like brown and like you know like piss yellow stripes yeah like, it was horrible yeah. i know exactly what you're talking about absolutely disgusting like i was like because like honestly like one of my favorites it might be my favorite is like the old school classics yeah. like they're yeah like they could have gone so many other directions like yeah. i swear no, i agree i will have to say though i love the pinstripes on the rockies i love the black pinstripes yeah. i think that always looks good but maybe the best one is the old school nuggets rainbow with the oh, yeah. skyline on it those are unbeatable uh, I agree with you. The worst is it's, it has to be that. If if you don't think it's that, you're not a Denver sports fan. You don't know Denver yeah. sports because that that's the worst by a million years. And I, and I just don't know. And that was actually weird coincidence. That was one of the greatest wins that we ever had, and we somehow beat them. <laughs> Josh McDaniels was our coach. We beat Tom oh Brady. And I think it was our ugly jerseys. I think they like just like they felt bad for us. They probably gave us the win, but you know, I'll, I'll take. Uh, it was nice of them. Yeah, I'll take it. I we needed it with those shit. <laughs> um okay best you know i want to i want to think like new but you kind of like you brought up one that i didn't think about is like, dude those black like short like the the cutoff sleeve pinstripe ones for the rockies i just love those those but were clean i'm gonna say my favorite all time oh, this is tough this is tough no 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 take I'm gonna say all-time favorite was the this year's new Avalanche jerseys that I just really like. They're the Ooh. new white ones that they wore out at the Winter Classic, and they have like the like, red stars all over them. Yeah. For some reason, I just like those. When I say they're like the most iconic, no, not at all. Are they say my favorite? Yes, just because yeah. I like them a lot. They're right. definitely not the most iconic, but that would, but. that that's what I would say for mine. I like the simplicity that those had. Like they were just like the the Avs uniforms have just been. I feel like going going up right now. I agree. I agree. Maybe maybe as a hopeful, we we've got Denver jerseys are, are pretty good right now. They're pretty know? good. They I are pretty good. They're, we can they're rip better them up. than we are as an organization. <laughs> yeah, could not agree more. <laughs> um, well, that All that's right. gonna be a wrap on episode one. Uh, if you're still listening. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, we're, you know, this is going to be a fun journey for Speaks and I, and, uh, we don't really want it to be just us. You know, we plan on hopefully having a special guest, you know, quite frequently. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, you know, and you want to join on and just talk sports with us, you know, we'd love reach to, out. if you guys yeah. got, you know, topics you want us to talk about or, you know, things like that, please reach out. We're going to start some, uh, like social media pages and stuff like areas to share them, but we'll get going on Apple uh, podcasts and Spotify and all that, but. Speaks yeah, episode thanks. one done and dusted you know good little introduction good. Good sports talk you know i'm sure we'll get better at this thing but uh oh yeah <laughs> episode two what, what do we got on the prowl for episode two you know i was just kind of looking it over and at the moment we got some options we got some options but i think one route we could go is let's start talking a little bit of the off season right now let's go into maybe either the nuggets or avs see what their next steps are how the season went a little wrap on it and what we have to look forward to does 
feel weird to be in the off season now. It kind of sucks having everything because yeah. like it's like once football starts, like we don't have an off season until the nugs and abs yeah. are done. So we are in off season. It's a tough time, but we're gonna get through it. We'll struggle yeah. together. We'll talk about it. We'll probably you know we'll be having all these fantasy options of how the was, seasons are gonna go, but we're gonna have a fun gonna time say, with it, man. Have yeah, hey, we'll we'll give you all some good fantasy advice. No seasons coming up. A lot oh, of potential. we're definitely gonna get a get a league going. You know, me and Speeds will be going back and forth about uh, probably oh. who's on top. I'm I'm tired of losing Don't fantasy. Ask I who lose lost every last year. year. Yeah, I lose Lucky. every year. <laughs> hey, this isn't your year either. I'm still taking it. I feel like I'm due. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll, we'll thank come you up everyone with, for listening. Oh, yep. <laughs> we'll come up with some type of catchy sign off one day, but. Yeah, yeah. We'll, now we'll, we'll we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>